This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Thanks for joining us at the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And listeners, we've got an interesting question. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone ask this question before, but it is a, it's going to be a nuanced answer, I, I believe, Michael. Does God love Christians more than non-Christians? And the person who's asking the question goes on and says, in John 3, 16, the Bible says, for God so loved the world. So God does love non-Christians too, right? Hmm. <laughs> All right, well, I want to give the answer, but we need to dismantle we, we're gonna some need, things yeah, We're going to need to do some explaining. There are lies out there. They feel good because in this cultural moment, there are some things that are said that just kind of vibe with our cultural values. Good people go to heaven. It's one of those mm. things that you hear it and you're like, yeah, that makes sense, but it's actually completely false. And so think about big picture with all people are children of God. That is a, a phrase that is said all the time. But That's actually, the a Bible has statement. Yeah, it is. But the Bible actually doesn't say that. The Bible says the opposite: that only those who trust in Christ are sons and daughters of God. Right. That not all are in the family. Now, it does say that all are image bearers and all yes. have infinite value. Mm -hmm. Just because you are a son or daughter. You're not a son or daughter of God doesn't mean you don't have value. You're an image bearer. Right. So I think it's very easy to be simplistic on this issue, ish, ish, issue, on this issue, <laughs> and let all the categories get jumbled up in our brains. You just got to be very clear, mm -hmm. clear headed. This isn't even about emotion. If you want God to say things that make you feel good all the time, the Bible isn't probably the best place to go. There are a lot of feel good things in it, but a lot of it is very hard. So we have to like kind of get rid of some of these lies that all people are good and all people are children of God. Those are just not biblical yep. categories. Here's what is, I think, real. Uh, love is not this very narrow, singular concept. It's why there are multiple words in the Hebrew and Greek language for Correct. love, and there are different kinds of love. And, yes. and it is true that God loves the whole world. That absolutely. is an absolutely yep. true statement. Now, let me give you a point of analogy. Tim, I love you deeply. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like my affection for you is high, but I love my wife more. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. And if I had to save you or my kids, you'd be dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, would I would hope. I would hope you'd make that choice. I'd hope if somebody had a gun to my head or Justin's head, you'd be like, kill fueling. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I would expect. Because not all love is, is equal. equal. Now, Correct. I also, I love carbohydrates. Like, love them in any fashion. You give me bread and sugar and all, you know, I yeah. love dessert, you know, and I know this is the old cliche, like we use the word love and I love pizza and love God, whatever, but it is true. And so yes. we have to give the Bible permission to use a word and have it mean different things in different relationships and different contexts. Yes. My love for carbohydrates and desserts and sugars is so categorically different than my love for my children. Yes. My love for my wife. So... To even compare them is insulting to the word love. Mm -hmm. Here's the hard reality. Does God love the whole world? Yes. Yes. Do I love carbohydrates? Yes. But the difference between my love for my children and my love for anything or anyone else is so vast. Yes. Like they're just not even the same anymore. Right. So here's the, here's the hard reality. Everybody needs to come to grips with this. God loves the whole world. Yes. God has a heart for the whole world. 
But there is nothing that compares to God's love for his sons and his daughters, his children, who are the ones who have trusted in Jesus Christ. And the vastness of these terms is so huge. When I look at my children and I say to them, God loves you. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm communicating. You know all the love, little girl, little boy that I have for you, times it by a million. Yeah. And that's where God is. When I look at a non-Christian and I say, listen, God loves you. I don't mean the same thing. Yes. You can't mean the same thing. Correct. Because they're not sons. Now, let's give another. They're not in the family of God yet. Right. Give another analogy. My kids, they have a bunch of friends and I love their friends. Sure. But I'll tell you, I love my kids infinitely more than I love their friends. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't love them. Like if somebody came up and said, I heard that you don't love anybody else other than your children. Like, that's not true at all. No. But my love for my kids is so categorically different. And most of us would expect that to be true. Correct. We allow ourselves these categories, but when it comes to God, we're like, God can't do that. God can't do that. If he doesn't love the whole world equally, then God's unjust. And I'm like, you don't even love the whole world equally, and that's not even immoral. You're made in God's image. The reason you have children is because God created that to give you a picture of himself. And anyways, family was created to like communicate the nature and character of God. God isn't being like, hmm, let me look at these human institutions. Oh, we have a mother and a father and a family. That's what I'm like. No, he created them. He created that. To give us tactile, tangible, personal, experiential, emotional experiences that reveal who he actually is. All that to say, no, God does not love the whole world. Yes, God loves the whole world. He doesn't love Depends what you mean by love. Yeah. The spin on this question, the, the person who's asking this question continues and says, does God love me more after I became a Christian than before I became one? And the answer is clearly after what he we just talked He loves talked, you differently. Differently. And deeper. Yeah, it's exponential. Yes. A comparison would be you see a kid and you don't know the kid and you want to be loving to the kid, yes. right? But then let's say in a matter of 24 hours, something happens and you end up adopting this kid. Mm, your relationship things. and your heart and your sacrifice that's and right. your money and your time and how you relate, everything changes even though it's it happens very quickly. So yes, there is a catastrophic exponential difference between how God listens, engages with. So like when somebody who's not my kid is like, hey, can I borrow five bucks? I'm like, no, no. go talk to your own mom and dad. Yeah. If my kids are like, hey dad, can I have $5? Sure. Like, yeah, sure, you know, yeah. take a hundred. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, enough of this. Well, listen to how this person takes this question even a little step further. And they say- It's not enough of this. Does God love some Christians more? <laughs> than other Christians. Does he love some uh, Christians more than other Christians? That, if so, this person's deep. is like this it. due to obedience or something else? Let's just be then equally logical. Yep. Okay. Should you love one of your biological children or adopted children more than another? And the answer to him is? No, you should no. not. But let's be honest. Some kids are easier are to raise easier than to, others. Easier to love than <laughs> others at times. Right. Or I love what my, I'm going to quote my mother-in-law here. I can't believe I'm doing it. My mother-in-law used to say. <laughs> Leave out the it, cuss words. Yeah, I love all of my kids, but there are certain ones that right now I like a little more than others because of the way they are acting. The word obedience is in biblical context is always tied to the blessings of God. People want to be blessed by God. They want to be, they want to feel the love of God or, or experience the love of God, but they want to be disobedient. Those two can never be disconnected. You want to experience those blessings, then you need to be obedient. Yep. Or at least be striving towards obedience. Yeah. This morning, one of my children was compliant and the other was not. 
So one of them will be cleaning the entire basement tonight, and the other will be watching TV and hanging out with me and playing games. Yeah. But do I love one more than the other? No. No, you love them both. I exercise my love for one in the form of discipline, and I exercise my love for the one in terms of rewarding compliance in Mm -hmm. a good way. Are we done with this question now? I'm like, (laughs) I I think we're done with this one now. I I I don't mean to be like all tasky, but I'm like, I want to get to the next one. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yes, 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 sir. Listeners, you've got to come back for this one. Is talking to a medium a sin? A medium. A medium, but not a large. No, or a small. Or small. <laughs>